Welcome to the altar call. Either the day alters you or you alter the day. I'm here with Jareem. What's happening? It's Jareem. I'm here with uh, Dr. Bryant Lee Phillips. The dream maker. The dream I'm the lion. Oh, I'm the phoenix. Hey, we're going to have an incredible conversation today about things that matter to you. We're going to do some therapeutic deep dives and also create an atmosphere for you to be altered under the spell of the words that we speak into your life. Because I believe every day you are either altered to move forward or altered to move back. And you must make an incredible decision to make changes in your life that maybe you're not um, that maybe you're not comfortable with, but you get comfortable with it eventually. Yeah. You know, no one's comfortable with change. Change kind of sucks, but change is beautiful. So, you know, the duality of it all. It is, and I think a lot of people that are out there are looking for a way to change their surroundings because their minds are so traumatized by what's going on. So today we're going to deal with this topic of we must become a total enemy to who you used to be. That's the only way you can grow. You must become a total enemy to who you used to be. So, Dream, man, about this whole idea of change, because here's what I believe. I believe elevation is necessary for transformation to happen. But many times we are so stuck in the paradigm of who we are or perspective that people have uh, a concept that people have locked us into that we fight to become a different person because when they lose that person that we have been for so long, people grieve over our absence. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, to, to everyone listening to this, uh, to everything we talk about, the first step in all of this, I would say, is you really just have to develop, uh, this is a, a dream principle, an effort mentality. Like, because people get locked into this perspective of who they have to be because of who people want them to be or who people are used to them being. Expectations. Yeah, and F people's expectations because everything else is outside noise. One thing that I've learned in this transformation that I've done in this year is that everything is outside noise. Everyone else's opinion of me didn't matter. 
Like, it all boiled down to how I felt about me at the end of the day. But you don't live in the vacuum. But you do. But you do because you can't escape your head. So like, and that's where the enemy comes in at, where that, that total enemy, you have mm -hmm. to destroy that, all, that, that's nothing, you have to destroy this thing of, I have to be this thing be, for, other, for other people. And we understand uh, that you also have roles to play in yeah. other people's lives. However, that should not come at the, the, the expense of who I am as a person and who I am living this experience. Like I still have to do what makes me happy and I still have to do what resonates with me and makes it true. And you have people who conform to these lives that they don't want to live. And this is why we grew up in the, this is why we have all of these, this, this bull crap going on because people aren't happy. They're stifled, they're stressed and they're just muffled and wearing these masks all day and they're miserable. Well, that's, that's why I believe this whole idea of alter and altered, and we talk about this quite often because you cannot move to a different degree of excellence or living until something is altered in your life. And you know, we have this play on the word alter, A-L-T-A-R, which is a higher, a, a higher place where we put something on that place or on that uh, altar to sacrifice this for that. Every time you enter into a relationship or a job or a career or uh, a loving relationship, you pretty much put one thing on the altar to gain the love of that person. Something has to be given up. For the example I gave you, uh, we were driving here, that uh, in order for you to be in love with Brie, you had to say, I sacrifice every other woman to be with her. So it's sound, not it's not an act of make worship. Make me sound like a gigolo, man. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> you, you have to you have to focus on her in order to not be uh, captivated by other people or bodies that pass by. So you sacrifice every other relationship to hone in on this one, and that alters your whole life. So although you you say you live in the, your mind, you don't always live just in your mind. You live in a body, and you have a spirit, and you have a personality that has to be uh, uh, affirmed. And also, you want to enjoy the company of other people. So we're always being altered. We're always being changed. We're always being metamorphosized by some thing, some person, and some reality. Yeah, and people people should play a role. People should play a role in that. I, I definitely believe that. And and even going into the the altar, then the the A L T A R and the A L T E R, like all of these things tie into, as you say, like a sacrifice or a change or a shift um, or just the transaction. All of these things yeah. are transactionary. That was one of my biggest things that I've been uh, wrestling with is the fact that I can't get out of the action of transactions. Yeah, give and take. Yeah. And Cause and effect. It's maddening. But just to just to see, but that's the thing of like the value of self. And this is where I like to, to circle back to the becoming a, a total enemy thing is like, if you're not who you want to be if you're not happy with who you are then what true value are you giving to other people that are around you if because like yes you don't live in your mind but you can't exist outside of it at the same time like you still you're operating and like you said you have to be one with your spirit you operate and all this but all these things have to agree like all of these things have to be in a central focus and when it's not this is why you have a lot of imbalance in people is because they they still want to please other people. They still, but, and this is the thing of coming to the altar call or coming to anything is 
uh, even we go back to church, like coming to the altar is prepared to like have your life change. Yeah. So that burn. comes right. That comes. Burn it all burn down. Burn it all to like the ground. Say, burn so it all down. this is this is and this is why people look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, if anything, my idea is just I have this idea of people listening to burn the world to the ground and whatever happens happens because no one likes the world we live in. Like, let's be honest. It's it's but you have to be willing to for that to I'm willing to sacrifice it all on, on that expense. But what I mean for like now people, see that's amazing because when we first had this initial conversation, you were done with the whole act of sacrifice. Oh yes, but this is the thing, realizing that I can't escape the transaction. Like Absolutely. I wake up, I have to sleep to get energy. Like once I realize like I'm gonna lose this battle, I can't resist. Oh you know I tried. Yeah. Um and tried very hard. But yeah, you, oh, I was gonna try my but I was you gonna, lost. I was gonna try myself. Um but can't win that battle because that's life and yeah. that just makes me want to fight another war. But uh you have to go if you go to the altar call, everything has to burn. So like we used to used to used to lead altar calls and like you have to ignore the person next to you. The focus. Like you, the focus is on getting yourself right. Yeah. So this is what I mean by like get yourself right and then worry about the other people. Because once you're once you are who you want to be, you're gonna be able to provide a much better version of whatever you were already giving. So when it become it becomes uh tainted and more less it becomes more of a thing of you have to or a thing of like I'm responsible for this instead of like just this is something that I do this is something yeah. that's a part of me this is something that's uh nurtured like this is something that just you know it flows and that's the thing I think that it gets stifled when you start when you're still holding on to these ideas of I have to be I have to play this type of role I have to be this kind of person. I have to work this kind of job. Everybody tells me that um, all of my brothers graduated and got uh, medical degrees, so I have to get a medical degree, or I have to uh, do forensic science mm -hmm. because my sister went to forensic science, or I want to be a rapper because my brother's a rapper, and my, my cousin do engineering, and but I'm not good at rapping. I'm not good at music, but this is the role I play. Or like, I don't want to sell drugs, but like I got to sell drugs because this is the way I know how to make money. So like people are stifled. It's not like they want to do these things, but you also have to listen to the other, you have to listen to that part of you that's not satisfied. True. Because and it's all decision-based. You're making a decision that every time I make a decision to do this, I don't do that. So everyone is in a battle with decision making, you know, do I do this or do I do that? You know, you got to make that decision. I think many people don't know what's on their altar. Once you're clear about what's on the altar, you then make the decision to say, now what's next? Who gets impacted by my decision? Since I decide to put this on the altar or sacrifice or be responsible for this leaving my life, what am I responsible for coming in of life? What comes in? You know, and if I give up brokenness to be whole, then I got to constantly make the decision to stay whole and not remain broken. So everybody's trying to make That's this decision. Difficult. That's so difficult to do. Yeah, because most people are broken. Most and people are broken. We, we exist in a broken world. Absolutely. So it's, it's meant to it's meant to poke at your wholeness. But there's a journey to wholeness because many, many times I believe many people have never experienced wholeness so they don't have any models of it. So you don't have a model of it, you don't know where you're going to, you just know this is so effed up here that I would rather do anything else but this, but I don't know what that is because I don't see any model. So can, can I ask you, uh, what, what, to harken back on the question of like, so what would you say was a moment in your life where you became an enemy to who you used to be? when I realized that I didn't want to be judged by 
um, what people's expectations were of me. I wanted to do, do what I wanted to do and call my own shots. And, and at that moment, I realized I didn't want to be judged by their standard, uh, by their standard of what uh, a pastor should be, uh, or a person that was seeking to do something in clothing, in music, and still, I wanted the people to accept me for who I was, but I realized people didn't want me to be that person. Yeah, because I mean, I get credit for being a, the, the, a, re, a rebel or rambunctious, as everyone likes to label me, but from- You from, were. Yeah, but but from I learned it from somewhere, and it's sitting across to me. And I've actually been doing, you know, I've I've, I've done. I'm some, your alter ego. I don't think an altered ego. Maybe like a, I don't know. I wouldn't say alter ego. I think trust me, you don't want to sit on this. I don't know. I'm the older version of your insanity. That's sickening. You pat, that would mean you passed it on to me. <laughs> Absolutely. You see what I mean? Like that's what it. I mean of like the trap of like life of like I was born into some shit. You know what I mean? But that's, you got to jump with me. Now you can correct the things that I got wrong. Yeah, but like why should that be my role? Well, it's not your role. Yeah, you know, but like that's what I'm saying. Like that. That's this. But like I get credit for being the rebel. But I've done some, like, you know, I've done some digging, done some research, I've had some talks with some people and just hearing about your story into how you came into like pastorhood and how you had to leave the Kojic church or was it the Kojic or was it where were you from? Church the of God in Christ. Church of God in Christ and how the, you know people looked at you like you were weird because you didn't want to do church similarly or you wanted to, them, to do yeah. right so like and that's what I mean of like that's something we don't bat an eye at now but at the time it was so chaotic. Yeah because I think all of us uh, anytime you're going to live an altered life you have to determine if you're going to be a trailblazer if you're going to pioneer something and then be able to take the shots and be able to deal with uh, people that don't agree with what you what you agree with. And I believe everything is based on results. The results speak for itself. Whether it speaks for you, uh, it speaks for me. So I, I know what I did was right, even though people didn't agree with it. And their wrong was my right. And that, that was an altered mindset for me. You were living in an altered dimension. Yeah. But, and this is the point of like, what I would like to get to of like chaos is temporary. Chaos, like, I believe chaos is constant. But. Yes, it, it, but see, it's so embrace it. Like, that's what, uh, so like, when we get to become a total enemy to who we used to be, why are we so afraid to make those leaps when on the other side of it, it can only, it, it's got to be better than what it is now? Because we don't know who that person is yet. We, yeah. nev we never discovered it, so we always fear the unknown. And when you fear the unknown, uh, you're now wrestling with faith, you're wrestling with fear. You're wrestling with your fantasies because you really want to move into your future, but you don't know how can I get there because I'm stuck with these people that have an expectation of me. Yeah, but fear also exists in the current, like in the moment as well, because people are afraid of who, like people are afraid in the moment. Like people don't, and that's where the, the, the want to change even stems from. So we respond to, we respond to one fear to, we will, to one, adopt another one, one. One of our fears tells us to move forward, and mm -hmm. another fear tells us to stay still. Yeah. But it's easy to stay still because it's comfortable. You're, they tell you trust the devil, you know, like trust the circumstances, mm -hmm. you know. It's very, it's very hard to branch out and to to jump out. But what I want people to understand is like, excuse me, nothing on the other. Like there's nothing to fear. Like there's nothing to fear on the other end of that lifestyle that you want to live. Almost everyone that. I know that that embraces their truth is a much happier person, is a much uh, relieved person, is a much freer person, is a person that is more in tune with their self. Like, screw the outside noise. And I think when you have talks with people who have gotten to an elevated sense, it's never about, they're, they're never really affected by the opinions of other people. 
And I think that's what's that's something that all of the people that everyone looks up to, everyone has someone they wants to look up to or something. And that's when you become a total enemy to who you used to be. Yeah, fuck everybody's opinion, man. I wouldn't say that way, but I mean, I would. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we got a couple more seconds, and I'm sure. And we'll be right back. <laughs> We're going to dive a little more into this because all of us are searching for something new, something fantastic. All you creatives out there, stay tuned for the next session of The Altar Call. Mm-hmm. 